Paintcast listeners, it's Bonnie. Follow us on Instagram at Paintcast Podcast, at Long underscore Painter, and at Bonnie Miller Art. Yeah, so what's this landscape you uh, want to paint? I want to paint this one. Becky sent it, I think, or you sent it. And it looks like it was this field, and it has this long, like, crop duster-looking thing, or maybe that's a watering system. And then there's these beautiful scape of this plain of mountains. And then clouds, yeah. clouds, clouds, clouds. Isn't that gorgeous? That's where we were staying in Ashton, yeah. I did a lot of plein air painting there. I'm working on a large uh, piece. Um, I took a photo just before a storm came through. So, yeah. We have a lot of pictures of the Tetons, actually. That was the Tetons? Yeah. Oh, cool. And I tried to actually paint this morning. I'm sitting here looking at the remnants of a plein air attempt. Um, It didn't turn out, needless to say, because last night we had an incident, and I'm still a little freaked out by it. Oh, no. Yeah. Check this out. So we decided that we're going to do a dry run for all of our camping gear and Becky set up the tent. She set up all of our new sleeping bags and sleeping pads and Mm -hmm. we're right here with the coach. So we can just come inside and use the bathroom if we have to. Yeah. Um, And it's a really great spot that we're in right now by a nice little river. There There are other campers near us and we thought it would be a good place to start so around midnight i start to hear this thump 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 and i took my headphones out and i said to myself that's way too loud to be a helicopter because that helicopter would be directly overhead and i looked out of our tent and that thing was directly overhead shining a spotlight right at me and why it turned and shone the spotlight right at becky who was coming out of the coach um no idea but the thing flew around for over two and a half hours really low really loud looking at the river and i'm thinking Someone someone escaped from something Someone either escaped or someone went missing because they do these kayak tours. And a lot of people put uh, craft like um, like uh, no motorcraft, but like kayaks and little boats and little floaty things in the water around here. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe someone was missing. But it was so low and so loud that uh, we just decided to abandon our camping after two hours and come back in the coach. Wow. Yes. And when I woke up this morning, mm-hmm. I heard more of it. it Somebody's it, it's all, missing. It's all quiet right now. But... You know, they do it here, too. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, and you know I, I was used because to. Because there's a, a criminal. They're looking for a criminal. I was totally used to the helicopters over Bell Chase when we first moved to New Orleans area uh-huh. because the bridge Why that Bell we were Chase? staying by. I can understand my neighborhood for sure. Like I've had them in my backyard, but Bell Chase. Oh, because 
the international waterway that leads to the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of weird canal with all those bridges. Um, that's where we were staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We often saw um, all sorts of helicopters looking for things, especially in the spring where, when all the festivals were going on. Spring into summer. But it was the lowest last <clears> night <throat> that I've ever witnessed a search helicopter with a light. And mm-hmm. you could feel the hmm. wind from yes. the rotors. It was so oh. low. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dangerous. It can hurt people. It's dangerous to even be flying that low. It's pretty wild. Hey, I know. Something else that's really wild. Tell me about this dust storm. Oh, I was going to see if you wanted to talk about it on on air. Like it was part of my what's coming up this week for me thing. You know oh, yeah. I mean? Well, we've been recording for six minutes now. So. Oh, we're recording. I don't even have a little. <laughs> I love my life. I couldn't care less. All right. Yeah. Well, I I, I didn't say anything stupid. Can you tell me next time we're recording at least? Because you know I can say some pretty cray cray things on the side, you know? I can always edit it out. And I don't don't think our two podcast listeners are really going to mind. We have three now. Three? At least. I know my mother is one of them. And then somebody just listened to them and then talked to me about it on uh, Instagram. Said we're really great together, <laughs> which I appreciated. So we now have three listeners, or at least we had three listeners for one of our podcasts. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Hey, so what is with this dust? Dust bowl? Dust. Yeah. Is dust it cloud. blowing? Is it blowing from the Pacific in over Texas and into Louisiana area? I have no idea. All I, Chris was giving me the information and, you know, he is my interpreter, my, into what's going on because he reads everything. And he said, it's going to come here by Wednesday morning and be here for an entire week. And I'm super worried about my, um, about my feral cats because they won't, I don't know how they're going to not breathe this in. Oh, man. I know. Is that? I don't know if they're going to be okay or not. I know I can at least get three to come in, but the other ten will not. That was more feral cats than I thought you had. Yeah. Well, we don't. They're some people in the neighborhood on our block had a lot of cats and they passed away. And I said, I would take their cats and I did. And they all live on the block, but we feed them and take care of them. I give them flea treatments, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of cats to deal with. (laughs) It's so cool. When you see them at feeding time, it is unbelievable. It is like this magical kingdom in my backyard. (laughs) It really is. People are, like, awed by it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that language might be a bit too flowery, I think. <laughs> You're painting a, an image right now of these cats not looking like little criminals, and they all do. They have weird, matted fur in funny places. They have those ratty tails. They're always showing me their teeth. That's you. They don't do that with me. Dogs love me. Just not your feral cats. Mm. I don't know. Everybody loves me. (laughs) So what's up with you? Now that I I know we're recording. Well, uh, you mean as far as. What Painting, what did you do this week? Yeah, what are you making? What did you do this week? And then I'll tell you what I did this week, and I'll tell you, like, how sad and how great it was. Okay. Well, I'm doing a few different 
Well, I, I, I'm in the middle of a few different negotiations for some larger commissioned pieces. Um, one of them is a little bit tricky. And a client asked me to look at an image, which is, I guess, her daughter. But her daughter is sitting in this room and she's surrounded with all of her favorite like prints of illustrators and all these illustrations are of these um they're kind of stylized cartoonish looking women with flowers in the hair and i'm i'm not sure of the artist's name who <laughs> did the original paintings but she's seated in a very particular way on this couch chair thing and she has all this work behind her and I said okay well do you want me just to paint her in the seat in that position mm -hmm. this... and she said oh no this is all of her favorite artwork you need to paint I want the that. whole thing Ugh. yeah That's so then a nightmare. I'm I'm thinking to myself um there's no way that my marks are actually going to <laughs> make the artwork make that work look anything but like chunky and distorted it, it it's really not my jam to paint other people's work small <laughs> <laughs> and I, I i don't know i'm 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 trying to go through that and then um be, before we get to you, I just have one more little thing to say, and oh, I, sure. don't, I don't, I don't want this podcast to all to be just about me, Bonnie. I think that's super annoying, oh, and that I am dull to begin with. I know people are just waiting for you to speak, but <laughs> I will say one more thing. Okay, I don't believe that at all. But okay. I have been very resistant, uh -huh. as, as you know. Uh -huh. to be in gallery shows or to yeah. accept gallery representation over the last mm -hmm. few years. Mm -hmm. I've been super picky because, I don't know, I, I had this notion that I just wanted to be shown with other work that was a lot stronger than mine. And I, I'm, I'm not sure where I, I had this idea or ideal pop up from mm -hmm. but I was really resistant to be in any gallery situation where I thought that my work was amongst the the stronger pieces I, I, I just it made me feel a little icky for some reason I cannot explain why right now but mm. I made the choice probably back in November, December, to just apply for all these shows and to actually mm -hmm. reach out to some galleries. And I did so, and I got into, um, I don't know, four or five different exhibits that were uh, between Florida and California that were happening. Mm -hmm. And all of them ended up being just kind of postponed or canceled for mm -hmm. um, covid so I never yeah. went through with that. And in the back of my mind, I thought, oh, man, I, I hope that wasn't my shot. And then I'm just going to have to keep doing what I'm doing or do a whole nother round of emails and different sorts of communication. And I got contacted by a gallery in California, and I think I'm going to actually be part of it now. So that's yeah, that's great. That's something interesting because I have really not been represented by anyone as a painter yet. I was as a sculptor for years um, mm -hmm. in New England, yeah. but as a painter now, um, however many years later, um, I, I just always 
I don't know. I, I was in a very particular mindset that I really didn't need it. And now I, I don't think it's that much. Uh, I think it's more that mm-hmm. it's an avenue that I just want to be open to, you know? So. Oh yeah. After if I, if I get great, I'm going to paint larger. You are going to be great because you have that spark that tells you that I'm even though great. you do a lot of questionable things now, mm-hmm. that some of the things you do are are great choices. Thank you. And oh, that... I plan to be all over Julia Street. I plan to be all over Royal Street. I plan for people to be fighting over my work. Absolutely. Great. Those yeah. are my plans. <laughs> Okay, I want to reiterate again how much I hate Cerulean Blue. Did you see that horrifying flower arrangement I tried to paint this week? Horrifying. Oh, Oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. As a matter of fact, I think I need to stay away from anything that has green in it right now. Green can be a background. Green can be a tiny little accent color. But painting greenery right now for me is just awful. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. It's like I want to paint it. I'm drawn to it. Then I start mixing the greens. It's horrifying. It's horrifying. I can't get the right green. Well, I've heard someone say before that if you're using green out of a tube like mm-hmm. I don't just a, a green pigment mm-hmm. um, then you will be um, more frustrated trying to use that color throughout the piece mm-hmm. that it is easier to combine the different types of yellow or blue pigments to mm-hmm. get so the that greens you can that you want. Work it around the whole painting and get the same feeling. Yes, because yeah. it, it needs to stay within the color range, really. Yeah, like oh. a, a color world. And yeah, a color world, like a harmonious color world. Yeah, I, I think as soon as you start getting into the greens and then you. Oof get into having multiple pre-mixed yeah. violets and one or two different um, reds or oranges that things can get a little gray and a little weird fast. Hmm. I need to stick on this thing where I am painting more uh, easier subjects, not so complicated at first, you know, because I really am switching from watercolor to acrylic and I can do complicated things in watercolor but that's because I sit there and draw the thing out and if it's not good I erase it but when you're approaching a canvas it's a little bit I need I'm trying to figure out the shapes just with my brush it's completely Um, different yeah it's completely different so uh simpler objects are what I need to be doing right now. They're going to keep me from panicking. <laughs> you've, you've done some great apples lately. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hot on the apples, man. Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> stick to apples for maybe a good half year and then... Really? Branch out to grapes and shit. I, yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? I did save some watermelon rinds. I think I might paint a watermelon rind, though. I took some bites out of watermelon and, and I have a rind. That could be really great for me. That would be an easier thing for me to do. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to do it. I will say this much, and this is mm-hmm. 100% Chris Long's opinion. Oh, please give it to us. I would say stay away from making your fruit compositions and the look of the paint on the fruit too rectilinear, too blocky. Um, 
I don't know what that means. So many contemporary still life painters that are flashed all over Instagram. They have this particular way that they apply large pieces of paint to make the the fruit. fruit. But the fruit doesn't look alive then. I need my fruit to look alive. I'm going to use big blocky pieces of paint in the background. I actually want you to want to eat the apple. Yeah. Um, It's a definite stylistic choice. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people put it to good use. But I will just tell you that in my personal experience, when I try Mm -hmm. to approach paintings um, without any sort of curvilinear lines or fields Mm -hmm. of color, like everything was um, very, very structural, straight lines, everything was a straight kind of angled piece of color, that they got too thick, too quick, and that I could not control the image. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. So here's what I did with acrylic. I noticed that on an app, like when I was doing the apple, I put some accidentally some thick pieces of paint. Like I would lay a thick piece of paint on and then I look, I stick back and look at that stroke. And then I would think, no, this just looks so thick and bulky on this. And so I would just take water and then just like go over and 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 just kind of mute it out a little bit or take some of it off. And that created such a great effect for me. Yeah. The push and the pull. And yeah, the push and the pull. You can't I do that in watercolor too, you know. I can pull uh, pigment yeah. out of paper. Uh, I can actually erase in watercolor. People don't realize that they like watercolor is so hard and you just can't, you make a mistake and you gotta do it. And it's like, no, you can really get it out of there. Sometimes you can take a wet, wet brush and just rub it right out if you're quick enough. Yeah. You just gotta have your wet brush ready and your water. You just have to have everything you need. A little paper towel, a little dab, and you're done. I, I don't think that anyone else can instruct you how to erase marks or take up Mm-mm. pieces of paint um, or uh, repair things that you feel are errors in your piece. Um, I I think you just have to sort of organically come to a place that you feel comfortable manipulating the medium and the tools in your own fashion. Because if you watch any of these videos online when other people are, are wiping things out or they're creating marks or they're trying to show you some sort of corrective technique, Mm I, I always, I haven't watched any of that, by the way, honestly. I don't think I've looked at a YouTube tutorial in a couple of years now. Well, I thought about possibly doing YouTube tutorials about a year to a year and a half ago. When I I tried that whole Patreon thing. Oh, I noticed that on our YouTube post. You called it Paintcast as well, didn't you? Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I've been going with this idea of painting along with people or doing a painting and speaking about it and having it be sort of uh, off the cuff for s- several years now. And it's gone through many different phases. And I think what mm-hmm. we did um, last week with... Mm-hmm. Painting side by side, I think that's a really good direction to go. Oh, I love and it. I, I, I think I want to do it every day with you if you'll let me. I think other painters will um, be really interesting to interview while we work alongside of them, you know? Oh, yeah. Can I be in on it too? Can we do a three way with uh, the painting? <laughs> I really think so. Remember. 
I think we can do it with Zoom, can't we? I want to do a group Zoom paint. Yes, I want to be in on these because I just need to be around and involved in these these uh, exercises. They're just so yeah. good for me, if you don't mind. No. I don't want to cut in on your hustle. I am your friend, you know, first and foremost. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that these will be hustles. Yes. And I'm, I'm not trying to... It's New Orleans and we call everything a hustle. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to compete. Hustle. No. Work is hustle. Yeah. It's just work means hustle. That's all it is. It's not like a competition ever. Hey. If I say that, hustle is <laughs> your work. You're just hustling. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you something so sweet, and I good because it this podcast is getting so schizophrenic right now. Like, oh, totally. We have no idea what we're doing. We've today. been jumping you, so many topics. Yeah. Do you want me to organize this for you? Do you need me to step in and be the big mama around here? No. no I just right need now you to we're just talking about ourselves. Just tell your story, okay. and I'll try to bring it back around again to oh, a previous good. point. Okay, did you even make any points for this today? I tried, and then I, like, started eating honeydew melon, and then I went outside because it was gorgeous. You know, I just kind of lost track. Um, so, okay, you know last week I had my interview with Marcus Akinlana, right? Yeah. He is my fellow painter at the market, and we get along so well. We always have. And... um. It was just so sweet. I don't think he realized how he, he is so sweet. I swear to God, it made me cry. Yesterday I was leaving the market and he said, you know what, Bonnie, if you ever need any help technically and you're working on a painting, just come over and see me. I will help you in any way I can. Who does that? Who does that? He's technically my competition, yet he's not. He's my yeah. friend. He's my my person. He's he's this great painter, sculptor. Um, also, his my personal favorites on his are his um, uh, pastel drawings. They're unbelievable, and he does everything on black canvases, black paper. It's unbelievable. But when he said that to me, I walked outside and I I had tears running down my eyes. Is that Maybe I'm emotional, maybe I'm hormonal, but I just thought that was like the kindest thing anybody in a long time has said, you know? It is very kind. That is such a rare thing for another painter to do. I feel that way, and I have helped people yes. myself, but I have this hang-up where I feel as though if I'm not surly at all times... Hmm that I'm not being my genuine self. So I don't think that I would just approach people and say, Hey, I'll, I'll definitely help you. But I mean, if, if someone asked me, yeah, I, I I always did. Oh yeah. You know, it's just, Marcus is just one of those people that is just a joyful person and he's just like that to do, you know what I mean? Yes. And it's It's rare that those people aren't weird. Because I, I've no, run into some other people. Perfectly who... normal man, beautiful family, beautiful yeah. want, everything. Good, nothing wrong with this guy. All right. Yeah. Well. Can you believe it? I am working in a place with like nice, normal human beings. It's such a happy place. I feel so great. I have to tell you, I love being at the market, the Garden District Market. I do. Maybe that's what. 2020 is really doing for us it's highlighting our tribe yeah it's highlighting the quality people who are making quality decisions in their lives and calling out other people who are just being questionable yeah yeah for sure to jump around yet again sure jump jump. this is our jump jump episode i have one note Okay. And oh my! I, and you just threw me off again because now I'm thinking of the song from Van Halen, "Jump." Jump. And 
Yes. I remember that being on the radio and being like maybe seven years old and being on vacation with my father on Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. And we were going out early morning <laughs> for donuts. Cape Cod. And then he would, he, he heard it on the radio and turned it up. And I thought it was so cool to be hearing mm. Van Halen oh, going yeah. for the ride. Yeah. I love David Lee. Anyway. Oh, the white spandex. Oh, yeah. Oh. I wanted that white spandex for myself so bad. Bonnie, Bonnie, no rock and roll tangents. All right, go on. Okay. What was in your notes? This is my only note I had written down. (laughs) And it is kind of scratched on the back of a receipt that I'm looking at right now. It says... Question mark, stop playing classical piano music in painting videos. I know a lot of it is royalty free, but it immediately makes me think you're a goddamn narcissist. (laughs) I just think, why? When we do some real work, and uh, like we found really, we can find really great royalty free songs. I mean, do the work. I don't think any of these people who are playing this royalty-free piano music are, are actually into it. It's not what they really listen to while they work. You just don't know, though. Yeah. You just don't know what's I inside a person's music collection. You don't know. Do they also have a collection of beret, like berets? Like... Oh, totally. They have a beret for every season. They probably have linen ones for the summer. Ugh. I know. I want a beret. If they made them in linen, I would definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever linen berets? Did I have you ever seen my pirate's alley outfit? I had a I had a I have a uniform. You know I have a uniform, right? During like the when it's when the weather's right, I have a Bob Ross uniform. I have a uniform. I basically dress like Bob Ross when I do all of my shows. I have a vest. It's got a bunch of pockets in it. I've got the curly hair going. I've got a big sun hat. I've got hiking boots on and jeans. And people are like, are you trying to look like Bob Ross? And I'm like, yes. Yes, I am. I'm in Bob Ross drag. Uh, I haven't seen <laughs> a photo of you in Bob that. Ross drag. Yes. Well, I I, I'd, I'd like to see it. So the next time you, you see the roll out the that whole outfit and you're out uh-huh. there and you're in your element yeah. and you're answering the questions that would normally be reserved for Bob Ross. But since he's not around, mm-hmm. you would be the nearest and surrogate for that. Spirit. Absolutely. Have someone take a photo of that. I and know. I always forget to over. do that. I forget yeah. to have. Yeah, here's the thing about me. Like, most of the photos of me are taken by somebody else because I'm not, I'm not into photographing myself. I think that's for me. I feel like that's a vanity issue that I don't want to like yeah. deal with. Well, and yeah, because Gen X people, I think in general, have a difficult time with the concept of content manufacturing for social media or for Mm -hmm. (coughs) self-promotion. Sorry. Instant coffee went down the wrong hole again. Go ahead. I know I do it all the time. Go ahead. What hole are you trying to put it down? Uh, The esophagus. And it went down the windpipe. Okay. Yeah, I know the difference. Yeah. So, um, I, I just don't think that a lot of times I can stomach posting photos of myself or myself holding my work mm-hmm. or just having this kind of empty stream of self-promotion. I, I have a really hard time with it. And I think it's some of my uh, opinions I formed as a teenager in the 90s. Oh, yeah? What were they? Yeah. Give me some of those strong opinions you had in the 90s. I was a real hater. 
but I think it had a lot to do with drinking. I drank so much. You know, when you drink oh, a lot, really? you just get hateful. Yeah. Drinking actually, drinking is a mood changer for me. It makes me negative. So I try to stay away from it. It just yeah. makes me negative. I can tell, you know. I never drank or smoked or did any of that as a kid. I was completely clean, yeah. straight edge. That's so rock and, and roll, man. <laughs> I was not rock and roll, and I had a lot of opinions oh, about people too. who were. Oh, and, really? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to get rid of them. <laughs> oh, I always wanted to be with the bad people. I knew that I was a good girl, but I wanted to be with the bad people because they were exciting, and they seemed to be having a lot of fun. Slick back hair, black leather jackets. I never looked like them, though. I looked the same as I always did. I never changed my clothes for other people, Yeah. other groups of people. So I could go in and out of every single, I can go in and out of every kind of group and be myself and not have to worry about any of that. And if I'm not gothic enough for you, oh, I'm sorry. I have been dressing the same since I was probably 15. So at least <laughs> a quarter century now, I still wear sandals and horrible cargo shorts. A oh, random God, t-shirt, random and cargo shirt. shorts. Sometimes and she can get you in a Hawaiian shirt that's pretty snazzy, but mm. yeah, I look okay when Becky dresses me. Yeah, Becky. Does I'm I'm job. much more presentable, but. If I'm just left to my own devices, I'm, I'm like, I wear the exact same thing I have for the last 25 years. I can't get out of it. Right. Where are we going next in our conversation? Um, oh, I have more. some, I have some paint cast Question. slogan ideas. No. Oh, okay. No, um, just as... A okay. As far as, as far as questions go, we have had a complete slowdown. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing but repeats of other questions that we've already answered from Instagram, and our email has received no new questions. So I think that people don't like hearing our answers because. Really? They're not sending more. I will. I will try to uh, mine a few more. Yeah. From were Instagram. Were we really that wrong? We were so bad to those people, probably. No. Like God, why would we I were honest? Which, Bonnie, Ooh, you know, you know, a lot of honesty. A, a lot of other artists. They're completely full of shit. They just wake up in the morning and they're full of shit and it just never changes until their head hits the pillow again. And that's become such an accepted norm that honesty like yours uh-huh. is, is just not appreciated. <laughs> I uh, okay. it's very much appreciated. Okay. I have some I have some pink cast slogans because okay. we really don't have any questions to answer. So um, okay. might as well come up with a slogan for our podcast. Okay. All right. Sure. So how about this one? Sure. Just like when creating paintings, one out of every 10 episodes is worth your attention. Paintcast. <laughs> Paintcast. Because we don't try hard. And we never will. For the criminally insane to be lulled asleep to. Pink cast. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother wouldn't like us. Pink cast. Anybody can paint now, right? These two do. Pink cast. Pink cast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have any of these, so I'm just coming up with them. Yeah. <laughs> Did um, you work on it? I, I, I have a few in mind that I sort of remember from just the other day, like giggling to myself. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Because painting, 
will most likely be obsolete once VR is omnipresent and Skynet repurposes humanity. Paintcast. Paintcast. If you're really, really bored and have nothing else better to do, Paintcast. Because what else are Bonnie and Chris really qualified to do? Paintcast. Paintcast. A podcast for people like Bonnie and Chris. Yeah. Because once you've been an artist in New Orleans... You Ooh. might as well ink your entire body and have a vodka <laughs> IV drip. Thank you. <laughs> so true. Yep, it's possible to listen to an entire episode, but why would you? Paintcast. Paintcast. Our mom's oh, oh. our biggest fan. Paintcast. <laughs> true that. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, I had another one. Oh. Proof that dumpster fires can interview people. Paintcast. Paintcast. Oh, God. The only thing that stops yeah. us from dropping F-bombs the entire time are we have the kids. personal preferences of our four listeners. Paintcast. Paintcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Um, yes. The best one I thought of. Um, what was it? Better than silence, yet not quite as interesting as a car alarm. Paintcast. How about this? A dust bowl is coming. A dust bowl is coming. Paintcast. Well, it's better than our current slogan, which we don't have. So I think that we can pretty much use any of those. Mm. Okay. So... I did not choose. Do you have an Instagram choose... artist? No, I did not even... choose one. That's okay. I can because find one right now. In the back of my mind, I thought it was your turn, and oh. I actually made a was little it? note. No, it wasn't. I, I think it was my turn. I thought it was your turn. Yeah. Okay. So I, I really dropped the ball there. That's okay, because I went through Instagram. When I am on Instagram, I yeah. try to um, I try to pull. I just save things that I love. I saw this person. I know that this person. Okay, I found you. Okay. Okay, this, this is my Instagram artist of the week. I have been in communication with him and I'm going to make him my Instagram artist of the week because he did this one painting that I just adore. He has more followers than me. Okay. He has twice as many followers than me. He's been painting every day these landscapes. Most people do have more followers than you. Oh, I know. I know, and I paid for an Instagram promotion this week, and I'm not, I'm not going to get any followers from it. You know what I mean? I'm just not going to do that anymore. Um, okay, so his, it's a Zoil, AZ oil painting. AZ oil painting. He's an Arizona oil painter. Oh, I, I think I... It's Jeff Harding from Arizona, and he has AZ oil painting. Yes. Um, let's see. Get on there. I love. He. I he love his no. No. I, I. I know who he is. Yeah. I actually know who this dude is. He and he has, asked me a question this week, which I want to ask you. So I am he, down. He left me some uh, comments on some paintings, mm-hmm. and I believe I do follow him. And yes. I see what he's working on. Mm-hmm. But go all the way down. Go all the, all the way down in his feed. Unless you want me to send okay. the one I... Go all the way down. I, I see a lot of... Um, color fields and... Color fields. Cla- it's gorgeous. Cloud abstraction. Yeah. I like it. He just started painting, I think. Like Really? Four or five months ago, he started the painting every day. I think... Well, if he's only been this, uh, been at this for oh four or five God. months, he yes. is definitely beyond where I was at four or five months. Oh, <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like, that's why it's like, but he did this little painting of 
Jif peanut butter. It's in his, and I think it's a pickle. I don't know what else is. Uh, it's a crazy little painting. It's called My Lunch in Oil. It's an eight by ten. And did you see it? I'm looking at it. Are you looking at it? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that painting. I saved it. I was there for so long. I can't look at it anymore. <laughs> it's great, Isn't it so endearing? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And now look at where he's at now. Yes. But I want, I see where he's at now, but I want that other one. <laughs> I want that other one. My lunch. <laughs> My lunch. <laughs> I love it. Oh. The colors, his colors are great. It's like, he just, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. Anyway, but I do want to ask you, you did send me a question. Oh, the question was... He, he sent you a question, okay. Yeah, he did send me a question. And well, what was it? Well, he's trying to figure out what his options are for a website. And I sent him... I told him that I have the Square site, but it's yeah. kind of cumbersome. It's so cumbersome, the Square site, even though I like it because... I actually am selling repeats of my prints and stuff. So that's what it's great for. And the website was free and Square handles everything. Then I can run my credit cards when I'm at shows. But it, it, it does take a long time. My website name is so long, nobody's ever going to get it. Like you have to click on a link in order to get there. Okay. But, but I sent them over... I sent him to DPW. I don't know. I'm just trying it. But the first month is free. Daily Paintworks, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's what I use as an alternative to a Squarespace website. Um, I okay, so always... you don't have Square Up. You, you have Squarespace, which is a totally different thing. Square Up is the credit card accepting... Uh-huh. Well, now they give you a people, free right? website with them. Oh, they do? Yeah. Well... I feel as though that daily paint works for people who produce a lot of work, especially mm -hmm. smaller work. Mm -hmm. It has an advantage over just having your own website because mm -hmm. they drive traffic to you and they highlight a different piece that you have on there. You have a very, very simplified gallery, but you can sell prints through there if you want to and mm -hmm. a great feature that they include um is the ability for um collectors to see what has sold mm -hmm. for everyone and mm -hmm. it's a good way for you to see what has sold recently mm -hmm. um and yeah, it's, it's it's insightful, and it I've always been able to more than pay for the fifteen twenty dollar fee or whatever they charge every month. Um, and I oh, they have contests too that you can enter. And mm -hmm. how do you know about those? How, how do I know about the contests? Yeah. Because I judge one. I, I was asked to judge one. And no, I, I mean, like, how would I find I, out about it? I, I won one or two of them, too. Um, you just go to the top. I think it's under contests. And they have a, a monthly contest where you submit hmm. a piece that you worked challenges? on. Challenges? And they have challenges and they have guest judges like a few oh. one or two marches ago I, I, I was the guest judge and mm -hmm. yeah okay. it's I, I don't think it's quite what it was when I joined it but it's still worth it um, and maybe that's just what with what I do and the price point of my pieces now. Mm -hmm. But 
I'm definitely on the high end mm-hmm. of prices. DPW? So, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people who go there to collect work are looking for pieces that are like maybe a hundred bucks or less. Yeah, I see that. I see some things that, that are, are small really and small pieces. Yeah, that are under a hundred dollars. Yeah, so I would recommend Daily Paintworks if you do not have enough work to fill your own website. Yeah. Like because, I don't with my acrylic paintings. I can yeah. fill 10 websites with my watercolors, which that's really my website focuses on my watercolors. And yeah. then I post my little my little acrylic paintings here at DPW. Yeah, it's... Hey, but I just the, only, started. the only thing I can say is that is that it works for me, you know? Yeah. I, I'm trying it. I just started. I did my first month. I've posted three or four paintings. Nobody liked them or anything like that. I got nothing. You couldn't even go on there and like my paintings, could you? Thanks a lot. My work wasn't really noticed or liked for at least six to eight months, though. So, okay, good. So there is yeah. hope for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like with anything else, you just need to sort of keep at it. Keep yeah. uh, plugging away. Yeah. So, um, oh, what, what was I going to say? What do you think about Shopify? I don't want to be involved with... I don't Anything know what it is. that doesn't just directly sell my original work. I try okay. to do prints, mm-hmm. and for me, it's sort of a dead end. My pieces don't look great printed because mm-hmm. you really don't see the depth of paint. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, with the big strokes. Yeah, so a, a lot of those, like I tried Society 6 for a little while. And yeah, I, I stopped that. I, I just mm-hmm. pretty much just sell originals now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I don't know. I think maybe those kind of things would work better for you because you have so many watercolors that do mm-hmm. translate really well into print form. Well, I think I'm just going to stick with the free website that I got for now because yeah. I am on magazine street and hopefully eventually people are going to actually start really getting out of their houses wearing their masks so what is it like being at the market again in public because i saw a photo of you painting in public with a mask on like are people coming anywhere near you or speaking to you is there a lot of interaction Yeah, people are coming in. Um, I am honestly, right now, I ha- I haven't made any money, but I haven't lost any. Okay. I've broken even, which is, I was having a conversation with a, another friend who's out in the scene all the time, and he was like, you are luckier than most of the small businesses that are opening up. In oh, yeah. They're, ble- they're just bleeding. People are too afraid to go anywhere but really we're so we're spaced very far apart we have very high ceilings we all have our masks on we're all clean we have sanitizer everywhere and really if you keep your mask on and you're not going to get sick you need to just wear your mask wear your mask don't get too close to people social distancing actually works yeah so so are, are people stopping to watch you work? Yeah, they stop to watch me work. They, oh. um, well, we really haven't had a lot of customers. We've had these little trickles, which many of us have broken even though. And that's mm-hmm. a great thing because we can't sit there and lose money. We can't, we just can't afford it. Yeah. You know, we, you know, because we are still like all, um, you know, a lot of us had to get unemployment. So, you know, we've, it's very serious right now. My art career is in shambles. Just so I you know. don't see 
that whole situation actually getting better until for like a year, possibly next spring. I know, I know this, this I know. But the thing is, if I can just break even, we if we can all just break even right now, we may be able to keep our lease. We had to move from a larger building, a larger space into a smaller space because of this pandemic. So it is very serious. Why do you think I'm on these podcasts with you and I'm now on Instagram and I now have a website? Because basically my whole career was obliterated in a matter of minutes. LM, a lot of people's were. Didn't I tell you a while back that you should? I'm going to get the I told you so. I totally You told totally so. told me so. You totally told me so. I saw it coming, but not like this. Yeah. Well, the all of last year, we were down I, 30% at least. Christmas sales were horrible. I actually stopped two weeks, two weeks into December. I was losing so much money. I just stopped. I quit everything. I said, I can't afford to go on like this. I had no idea. Not working. Yeah, I I didn't think that was going to be a pandemic. Instead, (laughs) what I saw was because of all the wildfires in California and some of the bigger storms and tornadoes Mm -hmm. that began happening, Texas, Oklahoma area. I was thinking when I first got out like really out of the city and I was telling people that the next really big storm to come through would probably wipe out everything for another six months and that I just saw it being like a natural weather disaster and a few people I spoke to them about how you have too many eggs in like the the basket of New Orleans and it's a great great city to incubate in like like I've said before it's a great place to start out and you can make some really good money as an artist while you still figure out what you're doing but i just saw a lot of it changing and so i started to oh you can't make that money like that there's too much competition now and they're not even producing real art and they're getting into all the shows because it's it's kind of like who you know and who you mm. well it's certainly not what it was all of us out they're squeezing all the fine artists out they're they're dying and disappearing right now because they they were over this past year because it's a buddy thing You know it is. It, it's it's been probably a decade coming there. Um, I just didn't see any fine artists being able to withstand the next big storm. Oh, that, that would yeah. roll through up. Well, we are hanging on here at Garden District Market because of Stacy Martinez. She is an amazing person, and she owns the Garden District Marketplace and Zell right next to it. I think she's the best thing that's happened to art in New Orleans in a long, long time. She's creating affordable environments for the artists to be able to come and sell their work on their on their own terms. Here's a question. Do you think people yeah. actually want to go to New Orleans now? Oh, yeah. Like- they should. People are coming. People are driving in from Texas and Florida. Uh-huh, in Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 trickling slowly. They're getting they're getting like stir crazy. Um, where our cases don't seem to be increasing, everybody's taken to the Well if people aren't wearing masks here, some people aren't, a lot of people aren't, but they're also socially distancing though. They're staying away. They're not and there are no big events. People are not huddling together. That yeah. The reason I ask is because when everyone was quarantined and they had to stay inside um i think they all just started i mean because a lot of people didn't have to go to work 
I just imagine them all day drinking. And yeah, people sure. probably got into a routine of making all their drinks themselves and having themselves for company while they drank. Cooking. Cooking. <laughs> and uh, I, I just question whether they really need to go out in public and do it. I don't know. Do you think to a certain extent they're just kind of over it? They're like, yeah, I'll just buy the alcohol and I'll just have Bourbon Street right here. No, I don't think that at all. I think that people are scared. And this is serious. Um, It's not a fun thing to get this virus. It's, It's horrible. Even a minor, even on a minor scale, it's horrible. But at the same time, if you keep up on the research and you keep looking and you know anything about coronaviruses, you know you just you need to wash your hands, you need to stay away from people, you know, stay six feet away. We've done this social distancing thing in our backyard the entire time and nobody's gotten sick. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It works. It really does. Hopefully it stays that way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta wash your hands. Stay away well, from people. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not sure if the surfaces. No hugging. Um, no, no thing. hugging. No kissing. It's not about surfaces. It's no hugging. Yeah. No kissing. Um, wash your hands. There's some studies about the toilet. You know, put the lid down when you flush a toilet. Wear your mask in the toilet in the bathroom. You know, things like that. Just common sensey. Just you know, things. Yeah, well, I've chosen to have more livestock as neighbors than people, and that's worked out for me so far. Well, I went in, I've done two weeks now, and the first week I lost money. I I did not do well, and so I'm still operating at a loss, Uh, but... I'm hopeful things are going to get better. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, how do you operate a loss uh, at a loss and still break even? Well, when I say I'm breaking even, I'm saying that my sales covered the booth, the rent, the lease, yeah. the rent, but they did not cover my materials. They didn't cover my time. Oh, oh okay. They didn't cover my lunch that day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's it's adding it adds up if nothing's coming in. And then I started working the online angle and the online angle is very slow too, you know. I think a lot of people don't have spending money right now. And I think art is one of the first things they stop buying when things like this happen. Hey Bonnie. Yeah, Chris. Guess what? What? All you need to do is keep painting every day. And putting yes. it online? Yes. I yep. think Facebook is better than I give it credit for, too. I want you to know. I've been thinking about that. I think Facebook, Facebook is, is, is... You're not on it, are you? No. Because... Um, have you ever um, been to a public toilet that's completely overflowed but you have no other option and you really have to go because the other stalls are, and everything else is out of well, operation it's New or something. Orleans, so I just go outside in between two cars. Yeah, well, that <laughs> overflowing No, I don't. situation is Facebook. There's just Yeah, it's just I just get in and get out. It's absolute I and I leave detritus. I post and I leave, but I think more of my, my online sales are coming from Facebook. They're coming from my friends who know me a long time on Facebook. And also the only people I'm friends with are people I've known a long time. I don't just let anybody be my friend on Facebook. Who the fuck uses Facebook besides grandparents now? It's exactly right, but grandparents buy little old lady watercolors. 
Um, I'm not know on Facebook. Audience, yeah, I do know my audience, and they're, they're not, not on, on Facebook. Facebook. Well, I'm a little older. <laughs> Mine what, might be on Facebook. Uh, wait, you're like three years older than me, Bonnie. <laughs> I don't think so. Am I? Yeah. Did you grow up on me? Okay. I know I was in my 30s for at least 25 years. Yeah, but I'm actually in my 40s now. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Not a single cavity, no gray hairs. Wow. That'll last, for, that'll last for maybe another week. Okay. Hey, I got to get to work. It was yeah, nice chatting with you. Nice chatting with you, too.